podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome. We're back after uh, an enforced one-week break for this annoying international break. We're back. It's the Spurs show with me, Mike Lee. Uh, thanks so much for downloading us. Joined by two guests who've been on the show before. One hasn't been on for quite a while. Uh, the eminent music expert and DJ, Norman Jay, returns. Hey, cheers. Nice to see you. Feels good to be back. Thanks, and, um, and thank you so much for being here, because you should be in Brixton right now <laughs> yep. with the Mayor of London and Eddie Grant. Yeah, that's Why? right, um, because um, Eddie's been tasked with switching on a great big new neon sign for Electric Avenue mm. in Brixton. Um, yeah, Eddie will be switching that on uh, around about 6, 6.30 tonight, uh, because he wrote his association with Brixton and Electric Avenue, obviously he had a but big pop hits. Electric Avenue. Electric Avenue. And now we're going to take it higher. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I was supposed to be part of the entourage down there. But priorities took over. Spurs comes first. <laughs> Always in life. Spurs comes first. Yeah. Family and work, yeah. second, third. And also joining us, um, also sort of music theme, is one of the men behind the wonderful O2 Arena, Nathan Kosky returns. Hi. Are you well? I'm very well, thank Good. you. Good. We'll talk about the stadium later, because you know about new you know spaces and getting people in and getting the price right and okay. you know so we're, we're, remind me to do that <laughs> and later on the phone we've got harry harris who was on the week, uh, show a few weeks ago uh plugging his new books so we've got a competition where one or two of you can meet some spurs legends at the launch mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks so that's well worth doing uh before we kick off and look back at the games the games coming up don't forget uh you can still get on our wonderful offer with FanDuel. FanDuel is a one-day fancy football. You select a team of Premier League players for a single round of fixtures. So you're not locked in for the whole season. You play and win money if you're good enough in one day. Or you can play for free or put your own money on the line for bigger payouts. We all play the £5 fan favourite with £6,000 of prizes to be won for the top 360 managers. Basically, pick your dream team. You've got £100 million to spend. No subs, no captains. Um, pick your formation. Uh, and hunt out the hidden gems. It's the ultimate test of football knowledge. It was designed by football fans like us and is powered by Optus Stats. It's much more than just goals and assists. Every pass, interception, every tackle, they've all got big implications. And we've got an offer for you. All you have to do is, when you sign up at FanDuel, that's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot co dot UK, so, uh, put the promo code Spurs Show, and they will turn your entry fee as free credit. So if you don't win cash in your first contest, up to a tenner. So use the offer enter your team against ours and if you don't win cash you'll get the entry fee returned as credits you can play a game for free next week so go to fanjewel.co.uk enter the promo code spurs show and bag the offer right gentlemen uh well let's start off by looking at the game at the weekend we obviously went in with this big unbeaten run um i mean it's weird because the week before everyone was going this is our best start the season since 1960-61 and now after the draw it's now gone down to 1990-91 bizarrely obviously that draw if we'd won it would have continued but no what did you think because I mean you know at the end a a great point a great point but it should have been more shouldn't it 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 should have been more but when you've got a goalkeeper like the West Brom goalie who's going to have a form day as they always do as as they always do (laughs) you you just never you're never going to beat them. I mean, I only saw the highlights on mm. on the following Sunday, but we looked confident. I loved the ball skills. We're great around the box. 
we need to convert obviously more, more chances um you know west brom raised their game mm. i think when i was there a few years ago um spurs drew so it's always a game you know that suggests there's likely to be a draw but um overall i think the perception from from where i stand at, 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 with spurs is that we don't want the rest of the, the football media to talk about Spurs, yeah, uh, in in a way where it puts you know into sharp focus some of the deficiencies that Spurs have got. I mean, last year, last season, what pleased me is that we were almost coming from the left field, the dark horses. You know, we were never the first match on match of the day. We were Spurs were always mentioned third or fourth after the other usual boring mm. Premiership names, um, and I quite like that and that almost Spurs stole a march at the end. And uh, I think given that the, the current form, I mean, I think we're still the last remaining... Unbeaten. Unbeaten in, in the league. Yeah. Team in the league. Um, I think that weighed a little bit, and, but I think it worked in a positive way. It made the boys step up their game mm. in the last few minutes. Mm. And, you know, and Delhi's death flick, just incredible. I love Spurs. They're very good value. And, you know, Pochettino, he knows what he's doing. He's instilling that winning mentality. Mm. I think we learned from that that fatal collapse at the end of last season. Well, I hope so. I mean, mm. Nathan, what was interesting at Pochettino this week, obviously there was loads of plaudits after the mm. Man City win. Um, and there was a big interview in this week that J- Jermaine Genus did. I don't know if you saw yeah, that today. That, yeah. Where, you know, a lot of Spurs fans, if you were ever critical about Pochettino last season, certain fans would go, there's no plan B, no plan B, if things aren't working. He mentioned that we do have a plan B. And again, you look at the team uh, that he put out uh, because of the international break. Um, some players were playing a long way away. And there's the big game tomorrow. Just to, just to remind people, it was Luis Davis. Uh, Rose was uh, completely rested. Walker, Vertonghen, out of our one Yama, Lamena Eriksson, Lamella. I put Lamella down twice here mm. for some bizarre reason. Sissoko and Janssen up front. So there was no Sun, for example. Mm. It was a kind of different formation. Um, but And the first half particularly, we, we looked fantastic again. Yeah, I think we are, we are, we are different to previous years. We are, we're a squad now. And it's, I think he's, he's learnt from some of the deficiencies of last year. And I think if you think we've got Kane out, we're going to have... Toby's going to be out. We've had Dembele out. Yeah. And I think in previous years, you know, those Kane and Dembele particularly were our, were our talisman, right? So if you yeah, would have taken three. those out of yeah. previous seasons, your three, yeah. effectively, you're spiny a team. Yeah. We, we, you know, unbeaten, forget it. Mm. So I think what we've got now is a, is a really great squad. You know, he's, the people he's brought in the summer, so Wanyama, mm. um, obviously brought in Janssen's for some, some support to the striking options, even in Kudu. Um, and, and obviously, and Sissoko, nobody's now arguing that he's not worth 30 million to us mm. as a squad. So we, two or three come out. We've got two or three players that come in equally good. So you've got Dyer coming in for, for Alderweireld for however long he's out. So I think now we've got an extraordinarily strong squad all evenly matched and can just compete on two or three fronts now, which is what we are able to do. And, and as for the weekend, you're right. We started off, we played wonderful football. Mm. We couldn't get that goal of mm. either bad finishing or great goalkeeping. It happens some days, but that, that moment where equalised, I think shows mm. a, a hell of a lot of guts from the team mm. and then almost winning it at the end as well. Yeah. But, but what a finish. Yeah. I yeah. think, you know, if you... If you know anything about football, that moment when that chance comes in the last yeah. last minute, yeah. 
it drops at you, and to have the presence of mind. What a great finish. No one's really talked about the finish, because he had the player on the line. On the line, and he, he, in, that, in that split second, he worked out the yeah. player was going to go across to the middle, yeah. flicked it with his outside of the foot and rolled it in the corner. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. And, and we could have nicked it at the end with the Ericsson free kick yeah. afterwards. Another great save. But I mean, years ago, Norman, that would have been a 1-0 defeat. And yeah. we would have all come out of that ground and going, yeah. can't believe we should yeah. have won that game. Yeah. We've lost it, no points. Yeah, and when you look at the league at the moment, mm. how where everyone's bunched, I think it's a really big point. Yeah, We're still up there, okay, we're yeah. third, but we're a point behind City and Arsenal and yeah. whatever. I think it was a really big yeah, point. Yeah, it was important not to lose <coughs> there. You know, there's the winning streak, mm. obviously. But, you know, it's it's the focus of the team. It's the mindset of the team. Mm. You know, the, the performances against Manchester City and West Brom have convinced me that Portuccino has got rid of that bogey in their heads for last season. And I totally agree with what you said. The, the squad is beginning not to gel. That's not the, the, the word. But collectively, you can see that there's a real team ethic mm. that's coming from the side against anyone before, you know, even the fans, there'd be a fear factor, whoever we played out. Oh, West Brom, no, we're not going to do that. I mean, hand on heart, even though I, I hadn't seen the game still yet, the, I've only seen the goals. The win against Manchester City, I was like, whoa, Tottenham. Mm. You know, and then when, when I did see the goals and I saw a couple of the highlights, so we comprehensively spanked them. You know, and if we and it's now about consistency. The yeah, mindset absolutely. is there. Yeah. You know, and be able to shuffle the pack, yeah. and nobody knows. Well, is, is there anyone in that squad where <laughs> yeah. you think, "Oh God, not him today"? Yeah, yeah. I can't think of anyone. No, not at the moment. Not which the moment. we had kind <laughs> of last well, we season. We had three or four of those. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, I mean, like mm. Sun is literally yeah. like a new player. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there was only one certainty the weekend. It was Chadley's first goal. Yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I had it. Eleven to one. I agree. Yeah. I had it. Eleven to one. To score, yeah, absolutely, yeah. but respect. You know, you know he, he didn't run off no, celebrating, it, but you know, because you know, he's a year and he knows he is. He's Tom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, the, the only sort of worry for the players was obviously this out of veiled injury, mm. which we still don't know. But the, the, the reports coming out, it might just be nerve damage, sort of not actual mm. ligament damage. He'll certainly miss uh, the next couple of games, mm. but also apparently today Kane trained outside for the first time. Mm which is obviously a, a big plus. Yeah. And, the, you know, he could be back for the Arsenal game. Mm. But let's look at the, just the games coming up. Mm. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Leverkusen in a minute, which is mm. tomorrow. But we've got Leverkusen. Next week, Liverpool in the League Cup. Mm. Leicester at home. Leverkusen again at Wembley. Arsenal away. West Ham. Mm. Monaco. Chelsea. That's a massive November, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's just... All in, all in November? Uh, well, uh, November, I mean, Liverpool December, and Leicester yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, um, are, are October, but right. those are the other five games are in, in, in November. I mean, you think mm. after that run of games, we're going to pretty much know where... If we're still up there and yeah. qualified virtually from that, that group stage, if we're still top four yeah. within three points, four points, whatever, of top after that stage, yeah. we know we've got another great run well, in again. None of that lot. And players will obviously stay fit. Well, yeah, bar, bar injury you know if we don't suffer you know a, a catastrophic injury yeah um, situation i i think um given the last 12 months at tottenham i think that we're, we're good enough to hold our own there mm. yeah i mean but the players are coming into him i mean like Dave, I thought ben davis looked really really good yeah uh, liverpool will weekend. be a test um and obviously the derby we're with arsenal but none of that will be looking forward to playing us no that's true <laughs> yeah there, there is that side of it but you know we can't worry about whether they're looking forward to playing us we've got to make sure you know our mental attitude is right 
listen to what the manager is teaching you, you know, and, and telling you. Mm. And it, it, uh, like I said, you know, the risk of repeating myself, <coughs> there just seems the, the, the squad seems to be exuding this quiet, understated confidence. Mm. Um, and the fans are picking up on that. Mm. You know, and there's a real togetherness. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think Chris Coleman came mm. out with it. Uh, he was talking to Ben Davis, and he said, mm. "Normally, when a player's not in the f- playing week in week out, they're the ones that will moan mm. about the manager and stuff." Yeah. But he came to the Wales squad last week and was just waxing lyrical about mm. the togetherness and how great Pochettino was. The fact he came back in, played a full <laughs> game at the weekend, mm. played really, really well. Mm. It just shows you. Look, we know football's a squad game now, yeah. and as you said, there's no one really in that immediate squad. Okay, there's youth players that we haven't quite seen enough of yet to go mm. can they cut it but that immediate squad of sort of you know 15 players 16 mm. players they can all yeah. start a game yeah yes they can and um I'm, I'm loving the policy um you know the work that Potticino's done at places like like Southampton you know I just watched from afar and I love the way he brought kids on mm. there and when he came to surprise I was thinking mm, I'm not sure but he you know his Signings in the summer were quite astute. I mean, some of those players I hadn't heard of didn't really follow. Mm. But he, he's <laughs> buying the pieces to put into this jigsaw. That's the, the way yeah. I'm seeing it. He's still assembling this jigsaw. But what he's telling the jigsaw is that you can and you will be the best mm. out there. Um, it remains to be seen, you know, how we progress, especially in the Champions League thing. I mean, personally, um, Champions League... I would leave the Champions League to win the Premiership this this season. That's my, yeah, well, my the, reality, the reality is we've got yeah. a chance of winning the Premiership. Yeah. I'm not sure we can say the same about the Champions <laughs> League yet. Yeah. But, but you know, yeah. you're, you're right. We said that the yeah. squad thing, yeah. I think we as fans could smell it when something's not quite right. Absolutely. And, and the yeah. players certainly yeah. can. And I don't think you can continually come back with those last-minute goals and yeah. the last-minute winners and yeah. that kind of... You, you just don't... You get that <laughs> occasionally, but you just yeah. don't get it with the regularity that we are producing it <laughs> without a rock-solid squad. That yeah. he, you know, you, we have to put it down to him because we've been sitting here for 30 years <laughs> waiting for something like this. Well, well that's just like There's Leicester. something different. He's, you know, the, he's the... You know, Leicester won the league because they were winning their 1-0 games. Mm. They were winning those, you know, and at least not losing those, those games. Yeah. Whereas Spurs in the early part of, you know, the previous season, we were losing those games. And mm. But now, you know, West Brom is, is a game that ordinarily, if you look down the stats, we'd have lost that. But you're right. We, we came back, you mm. know, less than five minutes to go. Oh, one minute, yeah. <laughs> well, look, let's, I mean, we've drawn a lot of games 1-1 one, one with, with yeah. West Brom lately, so it's yeah. not a huge... And we drew yeah. too many last yeah. season. Yeah. That was yeah. why it's we didn't win the league. But, but actually, Leicester winning it, I, I think, I think mm. that thing, well... I, it's given me the belief that we can do Absolutely. it as well because yeah. I think if City had come through and won it you'd say well, yeah. well you know, however yeah, good yeah, you are yeah. one of the better teams will come through Look, and they didn't it's yeah. only eight games so far but no other team out there Man City now won the first six now lost and drawn a game missed mm. two penalties the weekend mm. Arsenal again I, I heard from people weren't great with Swansea it could have gone either way mm. especially when a man sent off mm. um, Liverpool got United this weekend United, oh, and, and United <laughs> got Chelsea next week yeah. so a lot of the big teams are starting to play each other again yeah. so as you're 
I just think we did quite, as you said, we were sort of under the radar. Yeah. Keep doing it. I just want this. And just <laughs> move. Well, that, what I would like, and maybe not, maybe now is too early, but at some point it would be lovely just to see us kick on, yeah. take three, six, eight point league. I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's when I will yeah. really start to feel. Yeah. That's when we're worried. That's when we're really worried. <laughs> that's yeah, when we're yeah. blowing. I don't want that. I don't, <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want a big league like that. All that minor um, gap nonsense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, always yeah, goes horribly yeah, wrong. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's, that's, you know, I think at some point as a chat team, a championship team, we'll do that. Leicester did it last year. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, tomorrow um, it's our third Champions League group game against Bayer Leverkusen, who I remember we played in the UEFA Cup in 2006. Went to that game. Berbatov, who was an ex Leverkusen player, went there. Won one nil. Sun mm. returns to Be- uh, Leverkusen. We bought right. them before for 22 million. Yeah. Uh, they've sort of been a bit hot and cold in the league. They're currently 10th in the Bundesliga. They've won three, drawn two, lost two. They lost at the weekend to Werder Bremen, but then a couple of weeks ago, they beat Borussia Dortmund 2-0 at home. Mm. So it's kind of one of those teams, uh, you don't know what you're going to get. They're below us in the group. I mean, do you think we just go there and win? I I, I think we can can win there. Um, It might not be pretty. You know, the football may not be that attractive, but I think if we go with a professional head... Mm. And given Leverkusen's current form, you know, Spurs can just put the boot in and, you know, songs on form. Yeah. You know. And their big goal scorer is yes. uh, Javier Hernandez, yeah. the ex-United player, yeah, who's, yeah, you know, yeah. been around a bit now. I think yeah. so. Look, I, I think, yeah, we can go there and win. I think if we went there and played sensibly and came away with a point, that's, yeah. that's not yeah. a problem. I think the difference is, I think you normally look at these Champions League groups and say, go and win all your home games yeah. and I don't think that's going to be easy this time mm. so I think we've got, to ta- yeah, we've got to yeah. take a slightly more aggressive mm. approach away from home yeah. to try and get the points there because yeah. home games aren't really home games this no. year they're, they're neutral ground yeah, yeah. I agree absolutely mm. um, so so predictions for uh, Leverkusen you think it'll be a win I think it'll be a 1-0 and I think it'll be a late one yeah that's no, that sounds yeah, yeah. spot on or 0-0 I'll go typical Spurs 2-1 Tottenham I think I can't see them scoring against us I think mm. it will be stalemate until one goal will decide it. Well, you imagine it will be, yeah. you, as you said, Dyer will probably slot in rather than yeah. Vimmer, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, because obviously one yarm has effectively been keeping Dyer out of the team anyway. Yeah. Mm. So you think that's what he'll go with. I think he'll go with, um, he'll go with one yarma and Sissoko again. Mm. Um, you know, he'll keep it quite Sissoko's tight. Sissoko's impressing me. I didn't think. Yeah. He I thought is. 30 minutes. shifting. God. Nobody's complaining about yeah. that. No, it, looks, it looks a decent, yeah. decent bargain. Yeah. Who cares what they cost? It's not it, our money. Yeah, I, I know. But I just, I don't know. In the beginning, I didn't see him as a, as a Tottenham player. Mm. And when he came, I was surprised. But you know what? I'm quite often wrong, <laughs> and we look a big. We look a big team now. There's yeah. another oh, big, yeah. team, big yeah. units yeah. in there now. Really yeah. big. It's really quite, it's yeah. quite, yeah. There's height and there's speed. Yeah, there, so. very athletic team. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we chat to Harry Harris uh, about this competition, there was a competition. Very sorry, we had Martin Cloak and Alan Fisher on a few weeks ago with a wonderful book, A People's History of Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, we ran a competition to give away a copy of the book. The question was, who was the churchman who helped the boys who founded Tottenham in 1882 to set the club up? And the answer was John Ripshire. A uh, few of you got it right. And the winner Randy picked out is Kyle Newman. Well done, Kyle. We'll be in contact and get that book over to you. Uh, now we're going to very briefly talk about uh, uh, another book uh, coming out. Harry Harris was on the show a few weeks ago with his Spurs dream team. A lot of you gave your all-time Spurs, greatest Spurs team, and they're all in the book. So anyone who did that will be in the book. It's been launched a couple of weeks ago, uh, a couple of weeks' time at Planet Hollywood. And there's a chance now, I believe, to be part of that. Let's speak to Harry now. 
Harry, how are you? Lovely to have you back on the show. Uh, very excited about the book, which I know many listeners have uh, uh, contributed to. Uh, tell us about this great launch uh, event coming up. Well, it's, um, it's, it's, it's sort of like taking on life of its own. It's at Planet Hollywood mm-hmm. um, in middle of London, uh, Lordwich. Um, it's going to be, the legends are going to be there at midday, but uh, there's a media event from about 11.30. I think it'll probably last all through the day. Um, everyone's welcome to come along. Um, I'm, I'm no doubt that if they uh, bring along a book to get signed, mm-hmm. um, they'll probably get a big discount if they want to stay for lunch and have lunch with all the legends. Uh, they Fantastic. could be close to, I'm hoping, for about 20 Spurs legends to attend. Uh, uh, more than a dozen have already said that they will. Oh, fantastic! So should, let's should we just uh, set a competition, and if people then do the answers to at Spurs show again, we'll pick out five that can probably come with a plus one, probably makes sense, rather than just being by themselves and come along and meet some of these legends and obviously get hold of the uh, book. Do you, have, do you can you think of a competition question? Yes. Um, obviously, when we um, set out, um, this is really a book about my 55 years following Spurs mm. um, was all about the current team, etc., and playing at Wembley and how well they've done in the start of the season. But um, one thing that um, uh, kind of like mushroomed was we've got in search of trying to find the greatest ever Spurs team and mm-hmm. the greatest ever player clearly who ever gets the biggest amount of votes. And we've asked dozens upon dozens of Spurs players. We've asked hundreds of Spurs fans, many of them through your podcast, uh, and all of those teams that they've named, all of them are going to be published in the book. Amazing. Also, a lot of Spurs uh, supporting journalists like John Motson and uh, Richard Little John, uh, John Trevelli, and many, many others from Fleet Street have also nominated their team. And what we've done is from that, um, we're going to actually announce the greatest ever Spurs team, the most authoritatively voted for by all of those people. The real thing. Now, my question is, yeah. mm-hmm. my question is, um, Spurs have had some great goalkeepers down the, down the era. Uh, Bill Brown, um, uh, Ted Ditchburn mm-hmm. before him. Uh, of course, Ray Clements, who played for England, uh, along with Peter Shorten, was recognised one of the world's greatest goalkeepers. Um, Hugo Lloris, captain mm-hmm. of the present Spurs team. And, of course, Big Pat Jennings. Mm-hmm. The question is, which one of those got the most votes out of all those people cross-section that voted and is in the greatest ever Spurs team? And the first five that uh, answer that correctly. Well, we'll do the first five randomly because people listen to the show different mm. times. So we'll, we'll just pick out okay. five, I yeah. think, it's fairer. Uh, and people. they can come along. They will get a free book. Great. Um, they'll get it signed by all the legends there. Wonderful. Um, they'll have their picture taken with all the legends there. Amazing. And um, it's going to be a funny event. And what's the so, date? You know, so people can. What, what is the actual date of the launch event? It's. Um, Tuesday, November the 1st. Tuesday, November the 1st, around 11.30 midday. So bunk off work, bunk <laughs> off school, and enter the competition. Uh, I mean, I was, you, you reeled off some great goalkeepers. Though. I'm surprised there's no mention of Barry Danes or, uh, or Mark Kendall out of those. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, well, we, I we, think have I, actually got, we have actually got on the day yeah. uh, a very well-known, I won't spoil it, so I won't tell you who it is, um, stand-up comedian, so it's not going to be... Right. And, and now you're telling some jokes, you could be the stand-up comedian. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I'm available for uh, many experiences. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the point is that it's not... You know, people are going to come along. It's not going to be one of these stuffy book launches with a suit yeah. standing up there with a microphone making speeches. It's yeah. going to be none of that. It's going to be a fun event with the legends having fun, 
with a drink at a bar, come along and join them, have a drink at a bar with them. Uh, there'd be a stand-up comedian. He'll be having a bit of a laugh with a load of Spurs jokes. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few Arsenal jokes, you never know. So, uh, and um, it's going to be a fun event. So, you know, no one should be inhibited about coming along. Can't wait. Now, people who can't get there or enter the competition, where can people get the book and when is it available on sale? Well, it's on pre-order now on Amazon, right. um, and it should be in all the best bookshops, WH Smith and um, uh, Waterstones, they mm-hmm. should be stocking it. Um, but it's on pre-order now uh, on Amazon, and you could be first in there. Clearly, if you want the book uh, in time for November the 1st to, to bring it along, if you don't win one of the prizes, yeah. I would imagine the best route would be via amazon yeah get on on it now okay that's fantastic well harry really looking forward to it thanks for that so tweet your answer at spurs show or put it on our facebook group the spurs show facebook group and we'll pick out five and let you all know in good time to uh join harry and some spurs legends at the uh book launch event that's brilliant harry thank you so much again for coming on and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks cheers harry bye so that was harry harris there and we'll be back in a few seconds if you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at whistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. And we're back in the room. Right, uh, this Saturday, it's a lunchtime game, another away game. Uh, a team who are a good footballing side, won 6-1 on the weekend, Bournemouth, who I think we won, was it 5-1 five five one, one, yeah. last one, season? 5-1, th- easy three points, or...? Um, uh, sort of team we should beat we, we should the way beat. they play they, they're not defensive are they yeah but um, I like their manager I like the way yeah. he's got them organised down there it's a ground I'd, I would love to go to mm. I still no. haven't been there yet yeah um, I think on, on paper given Spurs current form I, I can't see a repeat of the goal deluge from last season mm. um, it will be much much closer yeah, I think probably. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're a bit more I think, I think they, Yeah, I think they were still, still wet behind the ears. It yeah. was quite an early game last yes. season. Yeah, so yeah. they're, they're yeah. a bit smarter. All of Tottenham. <laughs> They'll probably come at us. Yeah, you'd hope yeah. if if we can deal with Toby Alderweireld not being there, we'll still yeah. be strong defensively. Yeah, so. I mean, luckily the, the fact was, is okay. We've got to go to Germany, but it's the Tuesday rather than the yes. Wednesday. Yeah. So the you know the team will be back back on Wednesday. They'll probably fly back that night. Actually. Yeah. I, I, you can't imagine off training. You can't imagine they'll be as savvy as West Brom were and and as defensive, like you say. So. Uh, it hopefully suits us but they're informed so uh, yes. you know this is yeah. the problem you want to win the league you've yeah. got to you've got to win these games as yeah. often well, as you and, can and win ugly you know yeah. and not concede I, I, like I said I think one goal will, will decide it and given Spurs current form in front of goals particularly in the second half I think it'll be a late winner Really, a late yeah. winner. Yeah, oh, yeah, late winners, Norman. I yeah, can't yeah. handle it. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for the cardiac yeah. and it's bad for the heart. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be three one Spurs. That's, that's my prediction. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going for a two goal, two goal margin, right. two nil. Let's say. Yeah, I mean, you're going I'm for being it. cautious. Oh, <laughs> always, always wise. <laughs> Don't forget, you can get all the links to our uh, iPhone and Android apps, and join our Facebook group and Twitter feeds, everything and back catalog, all at SpursShow.net. Don't forget, tickets now on sale for our live Christmas show at the Hundred Club. On Monday, December the twelfth, special guest David Pleat. David Pleat is Blue Army. I might try and make come that. along. I mean, I, I know come you, along. you always invite me every year. I know, I know. it's good. It's, that's the silly season for me. I'm doing a lot of corporate gigs and stuff. It's a Monday, so I know, but I, I, I'm really busy. 
yeah. in December. Well, glad you are. As opposed to, I'd have to check my diary, well, uh, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not busy, I'm here. Yeah, you're being there, lovely. <laughs> so, uh, tickets are only 20 quid. Go to yeah. live.spurshow.net. Uh, you can buy Tottenham memorabilia there. There'll be a quiz. Um, uh, comedians, uh, David Edwards, who's a great sort of mod DJ, all the old Spurs hits. Mm. Uh, he'll be DJing. So go to live.spurshow.net. And uh, I mean, we were saying before, David Pleat's been connected to the club from, you know, 86 to this very day. He's yeah. the Deli yeah. Alley deal yeah, to bring yeah. him to Spurs. So mm. it'll be really interesting to yeah. ask him about. I like, I, 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 I like Pleaty. <clears throat> he knows uh, his stuff. And he's a yeah. Spurs, Spurs yeah. fan as a kid. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so uh, I think it's going to be really, really fun night. Mm. Uh, part of the sort of start your Christmas season with, 300 other Spurs fans get really <laughs> quite drunk yeah. uh, right um, anything to plug you got some, any good kicks coming up um, anything you want up, any club nights no no, not, not really I guess um, you're still doing good times you're still yeah still doing good times and um, when I get over to Spurs it's great I meet loads of fans and yeah. more and more fans are coming to the gigs especially my, my, my London things which is quite mad really um, you know blokes opening up their tops and suddenly there's yeah. a cockerel old school football shirt underneath you know, and play Aussie's dream. <laughs> <laughs> that would go down well so, with everyone oh, else there. No. So you're like Adele with getting your Spurs flag out in uh, the middle of a gig. I did it yeah. once. Yeah. I, I, really? did, I, I did play Aussie's dream. Well, I, I can't remember. I think it was the, the, the year we, we beat Arsenal with Gaza Scott. Yeah. And I was doing a hip-hop gig down in central <laughs> London. And the guy, uh, Mac, God bless him, big shout out to Mac, he's a long-time Spurs as well. He's the guy who's running it. And I used to play down there. And he asked me, he said, Norman, you've got Aussie's dream? Oh, come on. He said, but if you got it, would you play it? Last tune. And suddenly he produced it. <laughs> <laughs> and this place was packed full of Gooners and Chelsea and a lot of my old QPR mates. And just when the lights went out, I put it on. And Spurs fans were yeah. working behind the bar. All of them got in the bar because the lights came up. The, the most fantastic moment when that tune got played. <laughs> the one and only time I've ever played it. Really? <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, what's brilliant. the weirdest gig you've done like around the world oh, where well, some people have come up to you and it's yeah. like the most obscurest yeah. place to meet another Spurs fan uh, um, well I tour Australia and New Zealand every sort of January February I meet always meet um, Sydney Spurs mm. there's a pub they've got inside the town 30 or 40 of them there every home game 4 o'clock in the morning it's great you know they deck out the pub and mm. watch it live on screens and when I was there last year I can't remember who we were playing I think it was a derby I think fingers against Arsenal they made me guest of honour because oh, I was in town yeah. so I showed up there it was brilliant and when I go to Auckland as well like, big shout out to New Zealand you know Kiwi Spurs as well I've met them in South Africa uh, all over Europe whenever I, I play in Europe mm. I always meet at least one Spurs fan and curiously I always seem to bump into Millwall fans as well oh. and <laughs> Everton fans but it, it's great. I mean, you know, I've got a huge expat following when I mm. play anywhere in the world. Yeah. And um, everybody knows that I'm Spurs. Occasionally I do DJ in a Spurs top. Really? Yeah, so yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I must say I was lucky enough to be in uh, LA last year um, yeah. when the day we played Man City away, yeah. obviously an yeah. amazing victory. So I went yeah. to the LA Spurs. Yeah. So shout out to yeah. them who hosted us yeah. amazingly. And I, and I was mm. just blown away by yeah. the, you know, you're not quite sure what to expect. That's yeah. true. It was they, like they, being, they know their stuff. It was oh, like being a little corner of White Hart yeah. Lane. Yeah. And, yeah. and obviously, you know, yeah. with the Yids in America, oh, yeah. what a great song. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. and it was, it was, it was yeah. really, really memorable. Yeah. What, a, what a great... Um, yeah. A special win, obviously. Yeah. No, it's uh, an amazing. Uh, it and shows you the, the network and worldwide. And they're all yeah. avid listeners. Yeah. Uh, trust me, yeah. you know, this podcast mm. is listened to 
by Spurs fans worldwide. That's why yeah, we do yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah, brilliant. absolutely. You, it's you great. Do it. No, it's, it's it's lovely. But I mean, you you've been going with Spurs a long time, but you're not a member though. You, you uh, sort of gave up. Yeah, I, I gave up my why, season ticket and why, the why second second or third year into the Premiership. Well, um, I I guess I woke up and I smelt the coffee with this whole money thing in the mm. Premier. You know, um, not being allowed near the, the, the one of the turnstiles. Telling uh, where you know, a steward putting his hand on my chest, telling me I had to become a member of a team that I've supported since I was a kid, you know, a team that I've followed, you know, all over the country for decades. Um, I just thought, well, if football's turning into that, then I'm going to regain control of how, you know, I enjoy my football, how I pay for it, how, you know, as and when I I view it, I won't be held to ransom, Mm. um, you know, to subsidise games when there's nobody there, you know, like, you know, a Huddersfield at home on a Tuesday or, well, you know, or a Carlisle away on a crap night on a Wednesday. You know, I just thought, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm really not going to do that. Um, I support the badge, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Everything that goes with the badge, the history, the culture, I support the badge. Um, I still love Tottenham, but not as mad passionate, you know, as I once was when I could name you, you know, the 11 players or the 15 players. I couldn't name mm. now, but that's easier to, um, it's more palatable when we're winning. I Wasn't guess. the whole member uh, thing came in though because of previous trouble? And yeah, I think it's I thought that was a smokescreen. You know, you're, you're, yeah. you're actually, and it's not just Tottenham, so I'm not digging out my own club here. This is a premiership thing, which is spreading through, to you know other clubs smaller clubs in in other divisions where you kind of they make you join you pay for the right to join it's not free but then that doesn't guarantee you anything mm. so when yeah, when, when did this like, come in gold, silver, you're, 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 yeah you're paying for the, you're paying for the chance to buy a ticket for mm. well, hold on a minute mm. in any other walk of life you wouldn't entertain that for a moment you know if i could not that I would ever think of it. You know, all right, well, if you treat me like that and I've supported, given you the best years of my life, you know, I'll go and support West Ham. Mm. I'll give someone else my money. You know, if I wouldn't... Stress uh, that you would never do that. <laughs> no, I would never. I'd say that again, just in case people half listened and just want yeah. to hear that line. No, but they kind of, of, of no. But this is where, the, you know, without going on a sort of major rant, this is where the, the premiership clubs were, you know, their treatment of the fans today will eventually bite them because... They haven't really made any great strides or gone to any lengths to nurture. And it is a nurturing thing from when you were small. You know, when I was eight years old, I decided Tottenham's my team. You know, I'm nearly 60. And you weren't even from still, the area, were you? No. Well, I, I had family there, but I was right. West London. You mm. know, I was, you know, I, I lived within sight of QPR. Mm. I could go to QPR, Brentford, Fulham or, or Chelsea at a push. But I wanted to support Tottenham. So, you know, Tottenham is, is where I went. But, you know, I have a six-year-old grandson and he probably won't be able to, well, not probably, definitely won't be able to decide, you know what, 12 o'clock Saturday, I yeah, think I'll go over yeah. to football. Yeah, yeah, it was a true. random thing. It's true. And it, you got hooked because of it. Yeah. But, you know, all the red tape and all the rigmarole of becoming a member and all that, you think, yeah. you know. But I don't know if you've noticed this thing. Um I certainly know that with, with, with my grandson and, and kids his age and a bit older. They're less inclined to support clubs. They support players. When the players move, they change the shirt. Wow. Whether he moves to Barcelona, Madrid, got the same name, 
different shirt. Yeah. They don't follow the football teams as religiously as, as they did. I, I don't that, know if you've noticed that. I think there's also that the, the people can watch as much football from Barcelona as they can. Uh, well, how many kids, Barcelona, little kids, right? you see so with you know with with, 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 with a Barcelona so, yeah, shirt on? It's true. With, with, and, and as soon as that player, you know, if Messi got transferred to somebody tomorrow, those kids would have Messi on a new shirt. Mm. And, you, and and the the, the football clubs have just missed a trick. You know, we're the last of that generation, you know, who go or support, mm. I won't say go, who support religiously. Mm. You know, you'll change your wife, <laughs> mm. you'll change your underwear, but you'll never change your club. That's right. <laughs> but that is coming to an end. When our generation passes, those kids who, who support, the, you know, the players and shirts think, <sighs> They won't bother but with it's, it. it's the TV yeah. money and therefore the sport yeah. the Browns on top of that. Yeah. I mean, but you know, yeah. so far this season, I know there's a big game mm. tonight, Liverpool Man U that mm. Sky are sort of hoping mm. to be really big. But so far this season, the viewing figures are way down. Mm. Oh, Sky. Really? Yeah, and they've yeah. only done this billion pound deal, yeah. the three year deal. Mm. So far, they are they are down mm. by about twenty percent. I think they've passed the, 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 the advertisers. Think, yeah, they've yeah. passed the I tipping point. Well, maybe I think they've passed the tipping point. You know, yeah, where there's still enough of us around to sustain it. But I think it's an unsustainable model. Mm. But you know, generation illegal streams, obviously. Yeah, that, that, that made that. Yeah, made there's problem, the yeah. legal streams, but you know, there's a generation of kids who just. First of all, they were alienated from the football club. Too expensive. Can't afford to go. Nobody to take them with. Can't go with their mates. Can't go in a group. And there's the other thing about the generation who wants to stand up and the generation who wants to sit down. Mm. You know, I'm still the generation who wants to stand. I go to football now. It's it's a sanitized experience for me. I'm sitting there. I can't shout. I can't do anything. You try singing and shouting when you're sitting down. You can't. You're squ- you're squashing your diaphragm. <laughs> when you stand up and you're waving your arms around in the mm. air, you're more vocal. You're more vociferous. I, I don't know. These are just things that yeah. I've just observed. That, that, yeah, that it's a very, it's a very yeah. different, football's a very different place. It's a different, the, the demographics no, different. The kids, the kids will yeah. be brought up knowing something different. I yeah. still think there's a huge amount of excitement when when mm. you can get to kids to a game. But the problem is yeah. that you want to go to the, one of the top yeah. games. It's not always that yeah. easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you probably require well, the way with all of your parents. Yeah, there's kids in Man United shirts who'll, who'll never go to Old Trafford mm. in their lifetime. <laughs> They'll it's never global, be able to no, go. Well, it's global. Football's yeah. globalised now. Yeah. It's different. Mm. But uh, the interesting thing is, you know, even your championship teams, where you probably mm. can walk up and pay. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, you know, it'd be interesting to think how how they're doing. I've got they, friends now who are Spurs fans, but they don't. They can't afford because they go to see Barnet play yeah, with Watford, their kids. Yeah. So well, maybe it's, it's likewise, I, I go to you know take my my grandson to Southend, mm. or I go to Brentford with with, mm. with, with my nephew. And I still love the fact that you could rock up, yeah. you play, go in, yeah. you go for a turnstile. See what the like, yeah, I fancy it today. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. which mm. you, you can't do with no, the, the Premier Well, look, we're coming to a close. Nathan, I wanted yeah. to speak to you very quickly, because obviously mm. the, the, the Wembley experience, the new ground, obviously, you know, when you, the O2, that was a brand new place. Yep. Again, you took a, an old venue and had to sort of rebrand it and all that. Yep. How do you think from what you've seen, you went to see the building recently and stuff how do you think the stadium's coming well, about uh, yeah for, from uh, you know i appreciate norman's <laughs> traditionalist traditionalist ways and i have a lot of respect for that but mm. you know as far as a new stadium goes i think you know it, you don't need me to tell you what's been out there in the in the in the public domain but it's going to be absolutely stunning um as, as a stadium and as i think as a as, as a home for our football club, taking mm. it into the the new era that, that, it, that is yeah, with us. I'm totally with you. So, there. so I, I think it's mm. you know, and I guess from yeah. a commercial perspective as well, it delivers yeah. what what we need it, to, yeah. what, the, what the, the club needs it to do. Mm. So I'm 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 super excited about it. Um, mm. I think 
I, I do. I love the way that, as they've been saying from day one, that it's about generating atmosphere and yeah. generating uh, an amazing fan experience. Mm. And I think that's really important. Yeah, because uh, you know we've seen Arsenal's well, ultimately, Arsenal, West Ham, the, the West Ham, <laughs> yeah. and, and even Wembley. That's what television buys. Yeah, so, you know that they, yeah. they buy the experience. That's True. what they're selling. And, and I think yeah. for yeah. for those that do pay to be in the ground, yeah. you don't want to think, well, actually, it was better on TV. You want yeah. to, you, you still want to be there and say, what yeah. an amazing atmosphere. So yeah. that whole end. You know, this 17,000 seat stand at one, you know, the, mm. what is the South, you know, Park Lane end, I guess. Yeah. It's going to be completely unique. So mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. I think, mm. I, I, you know, I think if you're playing your own little championship manager game, you'd want the best training ground in Europe. You'd want a wonderful team on the field and you'd want an amazing stadium. And I think, you know, it's sort of coming to life. The future so. is bright. The future, the future is The future is lily white. There we go. Norman and Nathan, thank you so much Great. for joining us. You can get down to your big do in Brixton now. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Next week, Theo Delaney is in the hot seat with Neil Ashby, Dan Rockman and Johnny Blaine joining us. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Come on, you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network.